and welcome to this podcast series, This PhD Thinks, with me, Jovina Ang. I'm here to talk to the PhD community. Talking to these individuals have challenged me, made me think differently, and helped me grow as a leader and a person. And I hope you'll be able to take away a thing or two from the conversations with my guests. But actually, the the more expansive way, because this is what we're talking about, right? An expansive way of sense making would be to say, "Well, that's an interesting idea. Tell me more." You know, so so we we help we we generate rather than you know kind of uh, uh, bring ideas down or pull them down. Hello, everyone. My guest for this episode is Douglas O'Loughlin. Douglas is the owner of an organizational development consultancy, an associate consultant at the Civil Service College, as well as an author. Douglas, welcome to the podcast. Wow, thanks for, so much for inviting me, Jomina, and it's so nice to hang out with you after we, we know so, for each other for so many years. That's right, Douglas. I believe we met many, many years ago. I took one of your courses at Motorola University many, many moons ago. That's right. Yes, I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> It was a fun course. It was a very fun course. So as long as I've known you, Douglas, you have always been passionate about leadership, development, organizational development. Can you tell us, how did you develop your interest in these areas? Yeah, wow, such a, such a simple but yet a very profound question, right? So um, I had a career in IT for nine years uh, and then got into this uh, organization development and leadership work. That's what, 30 over years ago. And yeah, I just I just feel like workplaces, communities, uh, that would be great for them to be life-giving, you know, and purposeful and people uh, are able to bring their best self to work, do their best work. Um, contribute to the you know society uh, contribute to their you know all their stakeholders and and so many things and I I so once I got into the field I feel like I came alive at another level and I've been doing it ever since and have a chance to travel and and uh, yeah contribute to many many different uh, types of organizations as well so I feel so blessed it's like pretty amazing yeah Wow. Thank you for sharing that. And recently you got into the field of adult development, which is sort of like a subset of OD. Can you tell us what is one area of adult development that is that you think we all should be aware of? The field of adult developmental psychology uh, kind of came from the work, uh, well, it came from two trends. So Abraham Maslow was very well known for his hierarchy needs. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't actually have any research or evidence behind it, but it sounds nice. So Claire Graves happens to be the name of a professor who did some research and found uh, stages of development that uh, really based on research. And the other track was Jean Piaget, a famous educator, um, and he had the stages of child development. Bob Keegan from Harvard uh, then took that and put it into adult development. So there are two tracks, kind of same, same, but different tracks. And the idea is that um, as we grow, uh, we can expand the way we make sense of things mm-hmm. and the stories we tell ourselves about ourselves, about our organizations, teams, and leadership. 
So uh, both individually as well as collectively. So I really love the idea and think it's really helpful if we can think bigger, especially now in more complex times, uh, as we make sense of things. What, what would you tell us a bit more? How, how do we then make sense of a broader world? I mean, how do we train our minds to think more broadly? Because it, it doesn't come automatically. Yeah, and that's a very astute observation because actually the research does say that most people by age, say, 25, they've kind of, you know, or 30, right, even 25, have kind of figured out things. And unless something really changes, uh, there's no need to necessarily expand the way we make sense. Mm -hmm. If I give a very simple rule, which I also find very helpful, um, if, if we start in a simple way, would be that when we notice ourselves making up a story about anything or anyone, we check and see, you know, are there other possible, you know, ways to explain what's happening? So if I, I give some very simple examples, right? So if you ask people, like, uh, what's the state of the world these days? Most people will say, you know, it's a mess, we're falling apart, there's war everywhere and climate change. And, and, and you know, so most stories are, yeah, we're in bad shape as a world. I don't know about you, I find that a little bit overly simplistic. You know, there's seven, eight billion people and there's so many things happening, good and bad. And, you know, uh, and of course the news is typically covers the bad news. And, and there's a, a lot of complexity out there. I, I see amazing amount of organizations and people, you know, contributing to society in, 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 in big ways, right? So I, I find it's a little bit more complex than just saying, oh, the world's a terrible place. and. You know, like, like that would be a simple example. Or if you want a really a minor one, which I often chuckle about, is like if you're in you're a conventional kind of thinking, you know, that, you know, Friday is the day we thank God, TGIF, and, you know, mm -hmm. Monday's terrible, and Wednesday's hump day, and, you know, and, and I think if you start thinking bigger, you're kind of like, wait a minute, why, why, don't, why don't we be thankful for every day, mm -hmm. you know, TGI? T-G-I-T, which is, you know, right. thank God it's today. Yep. You know, we start thinking differently about everything. Leadership is not about helping people get do things. It's about how do we create leadership across the, our whole mm -hmm. system. So I, I think those ways uh, are quite helpful. Yeah. Yeah. So how does that sound? Interesting. So, so what you're saying is basically asking the question as to what what is the explanation behind the phenomenon or the way we think. Douglas, I also like to ask you whether you could, if you could please share with us a simple framework on how we can think more broadly or how we can do better sense making. Well, one, one of the ways that this sense making can be assessed uh, actually comes, well, uh, the, those two different schools of thought I mentioned that are same, same, but different. So the, the one methodology does sentence completion. So uh, li literally you complete a sentence about, you know, about what we think about leadership, what we think about change. Another mm. one is where the subject object uh, uh, interview where, where people talk about challenges and then that gets analyzed. So for example, um, Let's let's say change. You ask somebody, what what does change mean to you? And if somebody mm -hmm. says, uh, well, you know, to me, a change is a constant. 
not very expansive way to look at a very complex topic, obviously. So if people don't have anything more to say than that, it would be like, okay, how can, how can you express change in a more meaningful, expansive way or leadership or any of that? So any topic, you can literally go up and down a scale in terms of thinking bigger than just saying things like change is a constant or people, you know, the big one, people resist change. It's like, well, I don't think all people resist change. And I don't think, uh, I don't know anyone who would resist the change of getting a, a bonus, right. Or, you know, something good happened to them. So I find there's still a lot of very simplistic phrases being used for, for very complex uh, situations. So I guess that's what I'm, I'm that's one of those topics that I'm very, that's why I'm passionate around all this. I think it's helpful to, to think bigger in these times. Yeah. Definitely. Actually, one of my friends once um, suggested this framework to me, and it's using very simple words like something and, you know, so if I say something and what or but what. And this simple framework has helped me to expand as well as to challenge my thinking. Yeah, I love that. And, you know, one of, one of my other kind of pet topics, which I think is very helpful and is very related and also related to what you just said is polarity thinking, right? Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, it's uh, how do we take care of the, the people and take care of the performance of the organization, for example? Mm-hmm. How do we do task and relationship centralization mm-hmm. and decentralization? Mm-hmm. And I think uh, for anyone because I love this idea of the and, and you know, in improv, improv comedy, they, they do the yes, yes and. Right? Yes, like, yes, yeah. yes, they do that. They do that. I and did go for so a session many, one time. <laughs> right, right. And so many leaders, not leaders, so many teams went at, at a, they're meeting, somebody brings up a new idea. And of course, it, it, it's often met with, no, that won't work. And, and probably the most common one was, oh, yes, but, right, as you just mm-hmm. said, but actually the, the more expansive way, because this is what we're talking about, right? An expansive mm-hmm. way of sense making would be to say, well, that's an interesting idea. Tell me more. Mm-hmm. You know? So, so we we help, we we generate rather than, you know, kind of uh, uh bring ideas down or pull them down, which creates a culture of people learning not to share. You know, there's many things that go on when you start doing that, right? Yeah, absolutely. And and Douglas, you told me that you just recently gave a TED talk on polarity polarity thinking. Tell us what what were what were some of the other than what you talked about the end bit. What other topics did you cover in that talk? Really gave some examples of of polarities. Well, you know, yin and yang is is mm-hmm. the is the kind of considered the mother and father of polarities, right? It's been yes. around a long time. Yep. And the thinking has come back now related to what we're talking about because in a more complex world, there's a lot more polarities to pay attention to because you can't solve them, right? You yep. you manage them. So, like for example, during the uh, this pandemic during the COVID times, it's how do we have uh, healthy people and a healthy economy? For example, mm-hmm. right? Yep. How do we get things done and still make sure uh, people are taking care of themselves and each other? Because mm-hmm. some are like, we have to get it done no matter what, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And the other people are like, oh, we need to take care of people. Well, it's the and, right? And you yes. know, I grew up in the, in the U.S., right, in New York, and I've been in Singapore now. I don't know how many years, twenty nine years. And so I also played off the, you know, some of the polarities of the East and the West, which is. 
um, also quite fun and talked about things like parenting or, or leading a, uh, how do we challenge and support our staff and our children and, and mm-hmm. all that. So it was, it was quite fun to, to do that. Yeah. Very and helpful, I hope. Yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely. So, so you work so a lot with organizations. Now, I'm just curious, how do you apply this polarity thinking uh, to yourself, like to your own, uh, to you living a good life? So, I do feel like I'm living an ideal life, and yeah. and I guess an ideal life is more than a polarity with just two. It would be a multilarity, right? Yeah. So health and relationships, uh, whether it's with my wife mm-hmm. and friends mm-hmm. and, and colleagues and partners and, and all different forms, and even in the neighborhood as, and as well as um, doing meaningful work. A little bit, actually, ikigai, you know, that Japanese term yep. is sort of a, a four, a, a multilarity, right? With four dimensions, yeah. contributing, you know, um, doing something I love, uh, making enough money to at least, you know, uh, yep. uh, pay the bills and and being good enough at it. So that would be, a, a, I guess, a really good example of a um, a way to live life. Uh, and if those of us who are fortunate to get it, that that would be the one of the one of the big uh, polarities and at least in the work, uh, but that also carries into home, right? With, uh, yeah, relationships. Thank you, Douglas. What are one or two things you'd like the listeners to take away from the conversation? Thanks, I, I really love the question. And I, like you, I, I think that what we do, we also want to make it practical for people. And um, so I would go back to the thing that I mentioned earlier is that when we find ourselves telling ourselves a story which we do. Uh, Bob Keegan says we're all meaning-making or story-making machines, right? Human yep. beings. But I would say to be uh, to be very uh, aware of our when we tell ourselves a uh, a one-version story, and and think about different versions. And I would also think about things like using the terms like "I am" or "he or she is" or "they are" because it kind of defines people in a, in a certain way. And, and again, I think we should soften that up like a, a personality profile, for example, say I am like this, you know, mm-hmm. or he or she is not a good leader. And so I, I would say that to soften up some of those um, terms, which can come across as quite, uh, quite hard, like uh, H2O, you know, somebody uh, said once that. Um, our opinions and judgments, we're going to have them, right? We're human, yeah. um, but they can be in the form of H2O, which means it can be like a solid, you know, ice, like an ice cube means this is the way it is, or it can be more like, you know, flowing water. So hold our opinions, you know, more lightly about other people and about ourselves, and, and I think that goes into helping us expand our sense making. Right. Thank you so much, Douglas. Thanks so much for being on the podcast. Really enjoyed our conversation today. Thanks, me too. Thanks a lot, Jovina, for inviting me. It's a pleasure. Thank you for tuning in to this PhD Thinks with me, Jovina Ang. Till next time, bye-bye now.